There's a quote in the bulletin that I really like for today's message. And if you haven't looked at it, it's on the inside the front, inside the page. And it's by John Bunyan. It says, if you have not lived today until you have not lived today until you have done something for someone who can never repay you. As we think about what is charity. We all know that God sent his son into the world, which remains the greatest gift of charity, of love. There's nothing greater than God sending his son to come to earth for us. And we can't repay him. We really can't repay God or Jesus for what he's done. How wonderful and creative our Lord is to think about that. Think about what he did, sending a child, a baby. We all love babies, don't we? We've got to see one this morning. We love to hold them, we love to cuddle them, we like to count their fingers and we like to count their toes. We want to make sure they're all there. And God, and in his infinite wisdom, sent to us there in Bethlehem, a baby that everyone could adore. Now we know that everyone didn't because there was a few people that had some of the babies killed. But yet, God, in his infinite wisdom, sent a baby, a baby as a gift of charity for you and I to behold in our hearts, in our soul, infinitely, all through our lives. What a precious gift babies are for us today. How many of you like to see a baby? How many of you like to hold a baby? Look at that. Sure, we do, don't we? When you hear the word charity, what comes to your mind? How do you define that word? Now, the dictionary, a modern dictionary, defines it like this. An organization set up to provide help and raise money for those in need. That's a dictionary definition of charity. And when we think of charity in this way, we think of organizations, don't we? The cheer fund, the Circo Club, the Red Cross, the Salvation Army, and we could list those charities Right on down the list. There's many of them. There are many charitable organizations. But today, charity is frequently referred to just as those organizations which help people in need. But it's more than that, isn't it? Have you ever read 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and heard the description of the word love? The love of Christ? This is what it says. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. Love always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Paul's description of charity. 
the word charity is a stronger word than what we hear about today when we think about giving to organizations, isn't it? Charity has had some misuse throughout the years. Charity has kind of become a catch-all term for some of us as non-profit organizations that help the needy or the poor, as already mentioned. But charity is more than that as you read 1 Corinthians 13. In today's scripture reading, the widow at Verifath gave what she had to the prophet of northern Israel, Elijah, because the people had been going the wrong way. They had kind of made some of their own choices. And Elijah got kind of in a difficult place. And he had to kind of run away to Zarephath and be with the widow because the brook had dried up. And she gave all she had. Even questioning in her own mind, what's going to happen to my son and I if I do this? But she gave it all up. Food and water had become scarce. And God had told Elijah to go east to the Jordan River. And then she starts giving him what he needs. Charity is a good word, a strong proactive word. And maybe some of you have seen the, uh, the uh, GMC commercial on TV. Have you seen that commercial where the wife gives the, uh, some, uh, a present to his, to his uh, she gives a present to his, her, her husband, uh, a black and red watch or something like that? And then he says, well, I got a present outside for you. And there are two GMC trucks. Have you seen that commercial? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And what does she do? She runs to the black truck, which was his truck, he thought, right? And what does she say? I love it. I love it. And then she gets in it. And he's thinking, maybe I can still get that red, the black truck, but it was too late. She gets the... He, yeah, he changes. Well, your wife's wearing red today. <laughs> he understood the definition of charity. He was willing to give up what he really had bought for himself, for his wife. He understood the definition of charity, of love. It wasn't about what he wanted. It was about what was best for the situation. And that's what Jesus did. That's what God did. He sent his son. God had been trying to work with the Israelites. He'd been trying to work with the people. And they weren't heading down the right path. And so he sent a baby. Something everyone could adore. He sent a king of kings. Someone that people could follow. Charity. Sacrifice. Love. Love changes things. Have you ever noticed that in your own relationships with people? And love changes things with God, too. Jesus left his place in heaven to come down to earth to show his love for us. He willingly made a sacrifice to express his desire to love and provide us a way to heaven, which is through our Heavenly Father. Love should change us. Love from God. Love from one another. Love should change us in our relationships. Just as a baby changes our thoughts about life. 
Choose the greater love so a greater end is possible for you and others. Do what you do for children. Hold them. Cradle them. Hold people in your hearts. Hold the love of Christ in your heart. Dearly. You know, it was part of God's plan from the very beginning to have his son die. And rise from the grave. What greater sacrifice can you think about? That God did that from the very beginning for us to the very end. Charity, its roots are in the Latin words for affection and dear. It is used to describe an action motivated by genuine affection and caring. The widow was willing to give Elijah all she had. She was willing to sacrifice for him. Even though it meant possible starvation for she and her son. The husband was willing to give up his choice truck out of charity. He cared more for her than the truck. And God cares more for you than we can ever imagine. And he provided a way for us to have peace in our hearts and joy in our soul. If we will just not gaze upon that little manger and the baby, but we will let it enter into our heart if we will make room for him in us. Mother Teresa defined her organization, the Mission of Charity, in 1950 in this way. The organization was and is to extend charity to the hungry, the naked, the homeless, the crippled, the blind, the lepers, all those who feel unwanted, unloved, and uncared for throughout society, people that have become a burden to society and are shunned by all. Those were the people that she wanted to help. Charity. That's a true definition of charity today, of love. And we have to understand that God did not wait for the human race to come to him for help. God sent his son to be with us. All we have to do is to receive it. At the first Christmas, there was a young couple who had been shunned by almost everyone. Joseph's girlfriend was pregnant, and their journey to Bethlehem was no easy task. Arriving in this small city, there was no room for them to stay. And I think Luke got the language correct when he says there was no room in the inn. Bethlehem probably only had one inn to begin with. And it probably was full of guests, so there was no room but the innkeeper did what he could and put them in the stable as they were soon to become parents. Now shifting gears here just a little bit. My wife's not here today, um, but this story is a little bit about us, her. When our third child was arriving, we had to rush to the hospital. And as we crossed the hospital parking lot to get to the emergency room entrance where the registration was, I thought I was going to have to do some catching. I thought that baby was going to arrive right there. But we get inside, and the registrar sees our dilemma. Well, Darlene's dilemma, our dilemma. And she doesn't even register us. 
she just gets the wheelchair and motions for a guy, and he takes her right up to the delivery room, just flickety split. And she says, Rusty, you come over here. You've got to register her now. <laughs> Fortunately, the doctor's office was just about a block and a half away. And literally, he got there to catch the baby. So all turned out well. But so many people jumped in. So many people jumped in to help. Wow, charity. They didn't have to, but they wanted to. Charity. You helping people in need. Call it love. Call it charity. Call it giving from your heart. Call it jumping in to help. A stable may not have been much, but it was quiet and dry. Bread and oil, water and flour may not have been much, but it saved the lives of three people. Give from your heart where Christ resides this Christmas. Because that woman there at Zarephath and that son continued to live. No doubt there was joy in their hearts. Because what came to them? I think the story of the Good Samaritan found in Luke chapter 10 is a good illustration of charity. Two people of supposed noble character could have responded to the needs of the man who was left for dead. But it was a Samaritan, the lesser of the supposedly noble man, to other, to other two, whose love and compassion helped the injured man and provided him a room to stay and took care of his room and board. And how did Jesus end that story? Go and do likewise. All around us at Christmas time, there will be those who are less fortunate. And we have a choice. We always have a choice. David Jeremiah once said to a group of ministers here in Greensboro, North Carolina, a few years back at a conference that I got to attend, giving money is charitable, commendable. There are many organizations which need our financial support, but don't pass up. But don't pass up, he repeated the opportunity God gives you to personally be charitable and show his love and compassion to your fellow human being in need. 